Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Jesus showed me my first three pages of notes before he ever told me what I was preaching on. <laughs> that don't make sense, does it? <laughs> Makes no sense. But he did. I'll show you my first page. You may not can read it. I'm preaching on atonement. But this is but before I knew that, you may not can read it. Can y'all even see that? You know what it says? Jesus. 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 Jesus, 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 Jesus. The whole page says Jesus. Second page. And this is how he showed it to me. It's a little bigger. Same thing. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Because he's been showing me some stuff here lately, and I finally, and I heard a man preach on it after he began to show it to me. And the man, the minister said, everything that we preach, everything that we teach, everything that we do, should point to Jesus. I know that we, we know that, but do we know that? Third page. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Everything. The Bible. We say this is this is to teach us how to live right. This is really about Jesus. Period. Everything in here points to Jesus. Salvation, my soul being saved. It's not even about me. It's about Jesus. Without Him, there would be no salvation. So it's definitely about Him. Deliverance is not even about me. Yeah, getting the devil cast out. Woohoo. It's about Jesus. It's about the power and authority that he walked in. 
that flows through and operates in my life. Hey. Prosperity. Yes, we play, God, bless me, bless me, God, I need this. And that's fine, but it's still all about Jesus. You read where, where God blessed them in the Bible. It was a testimony of him. That's why he blessed them. So that the lost man could look and say, I see what your God does for you. It says that of talking about tithing. So that the nations of the earth shall call you blessed. It's about Jesus. Sometimes our focus is on what I need. I need this. I need that. I need God to bless me. And that's fine. We do need those things. But God says that he, he knows what we need. But it's still everything points to him. Everything. Being a son and daughter of God. That's what we are. But it's still being a son or a daughter of God is still all about Jesus. I could not be a son of God or a daughter of God without him. Being the bride of Christ, that's what we all want to do. Be the bride of Christ. Without Jesus, there would be no need for a bride. It's still all about him. Mark 8.36 says, What does it profit us to gain the whole world and lose our soul? It's all about Jesus. The Bible also tells us that whatever we do, do it as unto the Lord. Why? Because it's all about him. It points to Him. It points to Jesus. People see Jesus. I've had... <clears throat> people will stand up for you that you don't... That you, I'm just saying. When you represent Jesus, I had a lady at work when I worked out at the mill one time. We talked oft, often. She was an elderly lady talked about the Bible and stuff. She knew where I stood. She knew I was a Christian. And she, I was on my job, and then this other man that I was training was over there with some other folks talking, and she heard him. He didn't say anything bad about me, but the words that he used to describe something that I had said was words that wouldn't come out, don't come out of my mouth. You know, he, he made the comment about, uh, Robert said such and such. And it wasn't a bad thing that I had said. It was a good thing. But the way he described it was with his vocabulary. Which made the people think, standing there, that I used those words. And she said, oh, no. He did not say that right in front of everybody. She just shut it down. 
Why? Because I represented Jesus. I'm not bragging. That's just who I represented out there at the mill. And she, she took a stand and said, no, you didn't hear that come out of his mouth. And he had to retract his statement. It's all about Jesus. It's all about him. The Day of Atonement was last Thursday. The Day of Atonement, our offerings on the Day of Atonement, actually, how we treat the Day of Atonement sets our next year. I don't know how any other way to put it, but it's it. God looks down and says, sees how you treat the Day of Atonement, how you treat it. What you it also says to don't come before me empty-handed on that day. In other words, bring an offering, and it sets your next year as to how He's going to minister to you, how He's going to bless you. See, the Day of Atonement, it is a time to remember and be thankful for what Jesus did for us. I got this statement right here, right out of Dr. Marcerillo's commentary. The Day of Atonement is the foundation of all that God provided for us. The Day of Atonement. In Leviticus 16, 29, it says, And this shall be a statute forever unto you. That's the Day of Atonement that they're talking about. It shall be a statute. It'll be something that you celebrate forever. Verse 30, For on that day shall the priest make an atonement for you to cleanse you that you may be clean from all your sins before the Lord. Atonement actually means means to cleanse. It means to cover. It means to cancel. Whatever the enemy's throwing at you, the day of atonement is there. It represents the cancellation of whatever the enemy comes against you with. It means to pardon. You've got something in your life that you're guilty of. The Day of Atonement represents pardon. Represents the judge saying, thank you, not guilty. It represents, it also means to purge. To purge. We may not like the word purge because most time when you purge something, you put a little heat to it, <laughs> a little pressure on it, and you purge it. You get this junk out of it. As an example, years ago, we went into a crystal mine up there in Hot Springs. They said you can dig, you can dig in there, and whatever you find, you can bring home. So we brought home a carload. <laughs> they just don't know what a rock collector does, apparently. But anyway, we got them home, and these crystals grew in red clay dirt. I'm talking about that gummy stuff. 
They were gummy. But they made an acid. And you put them in a pot, which it has to be a pot that you don't want to use for nothing else because you ruin it. You put it in a pot, put your water in there, put your acid in there, and you boil it. You purge it. It boils all that junk off of those crystals so that they're pretty and shiny. Purge. That's in the atonement. So that we can be purged. The atonement also means to reconcile. It means to reconcile us back to God. That's in the atonement. Hallelujah. That's Old Testament. Let's flip over to Romans 5. Verse 11. It says, and not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. When Jesus died on the cross, when he went through everything he went through, he was bringing atonement for us. He was bringing restoration. It also means to restore to divine favor it means to restore to divine favor not just favor it means to restore to divine favor favor from heaven divine favor It means to be reconciled to God. Just like Asia is talking about this morning, sometimes we let the enemy speak things to us. God's out there to get me. I've messed up. He don't want to see me. He don't want to talk to me. We've all had earthly fathers, if we'll be real, that has treated us in that direction, in that way, at some time. You messed up, you don't want to be around them because you know what's happening. You know the consequences. So you try and be sly and stay out of the range. God is not that way. God sent Jesus to restore, to reconcile us back to him. Hallelujah. And the thing is, Jesus fulfilled his purpose he fulfilled it to the fullest we are reconciled into full fellowship with God completely we may not act like it but we are what Jesus did for us restored us back to the full relationship he made the way that we can have the most complete and full relationship with God that is possible. Just like Adam and Eve had when they walked in the garden. They walked in the glory. 
the atonement made a way for us to walk in the glory. <laughs> hmm. Made a way for us to walk in the glory. We are cleansed from every sin, set free from all guilt. That is a big deal right there. We let guilt keep us out of the presence of God. As if, as if he doesn't know. <laughs> hmm. It sets us free from all condemnation. See, and all of that is about Jesus. I cannot set myself free from sin. I cannot set myself free from guilt. I don't care how many times I profess it, confess it, and whatever you want to do. It's still there until you put it under the blood. I cannot set myself free from condemnation. You're always messing up. You're always, that's, that's how our, our earthly fathers and it's not because they were mean. It's, that's how they were brought up. That's how their parents was brought up. That's how their ge generation was brought up. It's a thing that gets passed down and the enemy uses it. I can't set myself free from condemnation, but Jesus can. John, <laughs> John 8, 36 says, If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. When we let Jesus set us free, we are free. We are free. But we have to possess that freedom. We have to pursue that freedom. John 7, verse 38 and 39. I've always liked this scripture, but I've never really, can't say that I've really ever really just understood it. I've gotten a little bit better revelation on it now. It says, He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Verse 39, But this he spake, this spake he of the Spirit which they that believed on him should receive. So we have the Holy Spirit. This was before the Holy Spirit was released. The rivers of living water. And then in verse 9 it says, this he spake of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is what releases the rivers of living water. The Holy Spirit speaks nothing but the truth. The truth and only the truth. Everything he says is the truth. So when we allow the Holy Spirit to speak through us, speak to us, and speak through us, 
we are allowing the rivers of living water to flow. When I speak myself, it is not me. It is the Dead Sea speaking. <laughs> there is no life in it. But when the Holy Spirit speaks, it is a river of living water. In other words, it brings, if we grab a hold to that word that he speaks, it's going to bring life into that situation. So the river of living water. I had God ask me one time. He said, what language do you speak? What language do you speak? We can either speak the natural language or we can speak Holy Ghost. We can either speak what the enemy says or we can speak what God says. The language that you speak determines what comes into alignment and agreement with you. It's true in the natural. The language that you speak the most, if you're constantly condemning yourself, if you're constantly saying, I can't, constantly saying, this doesn't work for me, then you're coming into agreement with the enemy. And the enemy, you're drawing the enemy to you. When you speak, I am more than a, I am the head and not the tail. I am an overcomer. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. When you start speaking that language, heaven comes. Heaven comes. So what language do you speak? Hmm. Mark 10, 45 says that Jesus came to give his life a ransom for many. Jesus paid the price for our atonement. He paid the price for our freedom. Leviticus 17, 11 tells us that life is in the blood. Life is in the blood. When Jesus was whipped and he bled there on the cross, his blood flowed into sin. His blood flowed into sickness. His blood flowed into disease. His blood flowed into poverty. His blood flowed into deliverance. His blood flowed into whatever brings death in our life. Life is in the blood. That's why he had to bleed. So his blood could flow. That's why in 1 Peter 2.24 says, By Jesus' stripes we were healed. Already done. Already done. Our part is to find out why it's not working. Because it's already done. 
find out why the blood is not flowing into a specific area. If you're having issues in an area, you're struggling in an area, the blood is not flowing in that area. Hallelujah. Even in the natural, that works. All you've got to do is sit wrong and your leg goes to sleep. You know why it goes to sleep? No blood flow. <laughs> Life <laughs> is not flowing into your leg. No blood flow. So we have to allow the blood to flow. We have to get in God's presence and say, why is your blood not flowing in this area? Hebrews 4, verse 14. Hebrews 4, verse 14. Starting 14. It says, Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace in the help, to help in the time of need. You see, Jesus, it, well, let's go back. In the Old Testament, the high priest was the only one that could go into the Holy of Holies. You had some priests that could minister in some areas of the temple, but to go on into the Holy of Holies, it was the high priest. Into the very presence of God. He's the one, they may have done it to all of them, but I know... The presence of God was such a, if you went in there, they tied a rope around your leg and you had bells on your clothes so that if you, the bells quit ringing, they would not dare go in there to find you. They would drag you out because of the presence of God. That's how awesome it was. But now, because of God's mercy, and the atonement of Jesus, we can enter into the Holy of Holies without God striking us dead. We can. And just think about this. When we enter into the Holy of Holies, this says that Jesus is already there. Verse 14, that he that is past that Jesus is passed into the heavens. The Bible tells us that he is sitting at the right hand of the Father. So when we go into the throne room, Jesus is our lawyer. <laughs> Jesus is our lawyer. We don't have to go in there and face Almighty God alone. Jesus is our lawyer.
Verse 15 tells us that Jesus went through everything, everything that we could possibly be tempted with. He had to deal with it. And he did. Without sin. Verse 16. Let us come boldly unto the throne of grace. See, we're all, most of us, we're, you hear people talk about being afraid of the throne of judgment, of God's judgment. This says to come boldly before the throne of grace. The throne of grace. The throne of unmerited favor. That's what atonement made the way for. It says that we may obtain mercy. You look up mercy. The mercy means compassion. That, we, that, we, that God may have compassion on us. When Jesus had compassion, when you read the Bible, of all the instances where it says Jesus had compassion, you know what he did? He did more than uh, Elder Sandra. Let me use you for an example. Elder Sandra, I, I know you're going through some stuff. Hope you make it. That is not compassion. When Jesus had compassion, he walked up, he'd walk up to Elder Sandra. Elder Sandra, I know you're going through some stuff. You're coming out on the other side. My, my word is powerful. Put my word in your mouth, and you will be victorious. My That's what Jesus did. When it says he had compassion, he did something about the situation. So when we go before the throne of grace, and it says and he has, we have compassion, that means God wants to do something for us. He wants to make a way for us to come out. He wants us to just step in there and get in his throne before him boldly so he can say, son, do, it, do this. Daughter, do this, and you'll come out. That's what it's all about. And it says, and find grace. It says, when you do that, when you go before the throne of grace, you will find grace. Find grace, unmerited favor to help in time of need. It says that when we go before the throne of grace, we will find grace. We will find unmerited favor. Hallelujah. We are fully provided for by Jesus. Atonement fully provided a way out. We are fully equipped. We lack nothing. Let that sink in. We are fully equipped to do what God has called us to do. Jesus took the limits off. <laughs> in the atonement, 
Jesus took every limit off. We have to possess it, though. We have to possess it. My limit was being scared to talk to people. But Jesus took that limit off. I was afraid of a microphone. Don't hand me that thing. But Jesus took the limit off. I had to possess it. He made the way for me to. He gave me the strength. He gave me the strategy. He gave me the victory. But I had to possess it to be able to walk in it. So he took the limit off. So when we step through the veil, when we step through the veil, we step into an unlimited realm. We step into a limitless realm. And that realm is not way out yonder. It's not in the distant future. That realm is right here. Right now. We can't see it in our natural eyes, but it is right here. It is, surround, it is around you right now. That realm, that unlimited realm is around you right now. So, I'm going to give you an opportunity. If there is something limiting you in pressing on with God, I want you to come. We're going to pray for you. It can be a mindset, which most of the time it is. Something that we have dealt with, something that our parents have dealt, have put on us, or somebody has spoke into us. We can have all of that stuff broke off. So if you've got something that's holding you back from pressing on with God, let's do, let's press in today. Let's come. Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed in Jesus' name.